Luke 2.36 And there was a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was advanced in years, having lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin. And so here we have a transition from the story of Simeon to the story of Anna. And I'm going to comment briefly on, on the details in this verse. Uh, and then I want to move forward with a kind of a big picture between Simeon and Anna and the rest of this uh, narrative. And so Anna is a prophetess. And at the very least, that should uh, give people pause when they read 1 Corinthians uh, 14 and they say, oh, well, this verse says women should be silent in church. Uh, and it should at least give them pause that um, Anna, along with uh, Philip's daughters in the book of Acts, along with Hulda, the prophetess, um, and uh, Deborah, that they all served some kind of role speaking to God's people on behalf of God. Now we don't want to get too reckless and start saying, "Well, that means uh, that that means that uh, we we shouldn't have uh, male elders in church either." And, and we have to find a way to balance Paul's um, statements with these um, narratival examples. Some people do so by saying that um, times like Deborah in Judges is God's judgment on the people of Israel for the men not being men. And I think that's an inadequate um, just, just explanation. I think what's happening is we have a pattern of male leadership throughout the scriptures. Um, but there's a, there's a raising up of women to do significant ministry um, and there's a there's a co moving into the new te- New Testament. There's a co teaching that is done between all believers. And uh, though we might have ordained male elders, we have a teaching that is done by brothers and sisters to one another throughout the New Testament. Uh, and that's not the point of this podcast. So that's just a brief aside that Anna was a prophetess. She's a true Hebrew, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher, and she is getting old. Uh, She lived with her husband seven years from when she was a virgin. That means like a teenager. Um, Typically, the the word could be used both for, for virginity, but also for just youth. And so she was a teenager and Um, was married for seven years, and then she was a widow, we'll see in the next verse, for 84 years. So that probably puts her at uh, around 100 years old, which is just um, crazy for the time, but also uh, is just a testament of her faith that we'll see in the next verse, that she's still worshiping, fasting, praying, and waiting. So uh, I just want to comment. That's that's Anna. That's who we're introduced to here in verse 36. But I want to comment on the the relationship between all of these names in the New Testament infancy narratives and in the Old Testament Exodus. And this is brought out in a book called Echoes of Exodus by Alistair Roberts and Andrew Wilson. And they write, The life of Jesus is an exodus, hidden in plain sight. Take an example that most of us miss. The names of the characters. We know this is an Exodus story as soon as we are introduced to the cast. We have a Joseph, 
a faithful Israelite who has dreams and receives promises of God's miraculous redemption to come. We have an Elisheva, Elizabeth, the wife of the priest from the family of Aaron, Exodus 6.23. We have a Miriam, Mary, the courageous woman who becomes a mother to God's people by protecting the promised rescuer in childhood and who sings prophetically of God's mighty act of deliverance. We have a Anna, or a Hannah, Anna, the faithful woman who prays in the temple for the redemption of Israel, recognizes the miracle child as God's answer and proclaims it to the world. We have men whose names witness to the fact that God hears the cry of his people and remembers them. Zacharias, the Lord remembers, and Simeon heard. And we have the one for whom the whole nation has been waiting, a Joshua, Jesus. So these names in the New Testament, they look different. Um, but it, etymologically, they're the same names as these Old Testament stories. And so Hannah, or Anna, uh, if we remember 1 Samuel 2, is the faithful woman who prays in the temple for the redemption of Israel and recognizes the miracle child as God's answer and proclaims it to the world. And so um, how can we pray from this verse? Well, one, we can recognize that history repeats itself and that God works in Exodus just like the New or the Old Testament here in the New. And then we can be like Hannah, uh, recognizing God's answer and then proclaiming that answer to the world. So, oh God, we thank you for how you worked history together, even to the details of names. And that you worked in Exodus in the Old Testament and you work in Exodus in this, this story of Christ coming to lead people out of slavery to sin. And so may you, would you help us to be like Hannah, to recognize your answer, the answer being Christ, to recognize your miraculous answer for the problem of sin. And would we then go and proclaim it to the world just as Hannah proclaimed in her song of prayer. And so would you help us to do that? Uh, Be like Anna here in the New Testament, we pray. Amen. And that is Luke 2 verse 36.